Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Kim is Bo's mom. She's going to tell us Bo's story and, and their family's story of their experience here at the Stollery. Kim, good morning. Thank you so much for making the time. Thanks for having me. Uh, Kim, I, I'm excited to dive into the story of your little one, Bo, but let's just set the table right now. Bo is now, he's four years old, so I can imagine that you are a busy mom right now. Taking any time out of your day to have this conversation is much appreciated. Tell me about how you ended up in the stallery. It was right from the birth of, of your son. You ended up in the NICU. Let's go back to that moment four years ago. Uh, when Bo was born, what happened? Um, so post-delivery, um, like my delivery was normal. I delivered um, up in Westlock because I live in Slave Lake. Um, so post-delivery, they had just noticed some things were off. Um, so they had decided that they were going to send us to Edmonton. Um, he had a dislocated hip. Um, they weren't sure if he had any ear canals. Um, and he was very floppy, like very, very floppy, like wasn't really moving, wasn't really crying. Like he was breathing okay and his heart was okay, um, but just wasn't like your typical, you know, crying baby at birth. Um, so they ended up sending the NICU transport team from the U of A to Westlock and uh, picked Bo and my husband up and sent him to uh, the NICU for about three weeks. Um, they did a bunch of medical testing there. He did end up having some problems with breathing, um, and they kind of did a full-body scan of, F, like, all the organs, everything. They weren't really sure what was going on and what the diagnosis was. Um, so, yeah, we just did a lot of, I guess, guesswork um, to kind of figure out what was happening. You know, Kim, what always strikes me is that when, when, whenever I've had a conversation with a parent who has taken their kid through the stall or had any experience with it, you know, you kind of tell this story like, oh, you know, this happened and then this and then this. And, it, and it, it's sort of just this very quick timeline because for you, it's become normal. But to so many parents listening right now and thinking, oh, my God, you had a baby and then suddenly he was taken away to a different, a different place, to a different city, and then in the NICU for three weeks. That is an emotional roller coaster when you're already dealing with one after just giving birth to a child. I mean, was any of this something that you that you uh, had an idea of when when he was still in utero, or was this all a surprise right from birth? All a surprise, like five minutes from delivery. Um, my, all my scans were normal, um, no issues. I myself had had high blood pressure. Um, so we were kind of more monitoring that. Like, if anything, I was a little bit, like, more concerned about the blood pressure thing. But, yeah, no, he was healthy in utero. Um, it was, yeah, a few minutes after delivery that they had kind of, I had noticed the doctor kind of lingering and watching, and Bo was my second child. Um, so I was like, oh, like, why is he still in here, like, kind of hanging out? This and last time. Yeah, and I have a good relationship with my doctor, so, you know, he just, like, said, he turned to my husband and said, you know, like, Kate, come sit with your wife, and, uh, you know, like, I need to talk to you guys, like, you need to call her parents, um, she needs someone here with her, because Bo has to go to Edmonton right now, so... So, the the shock of that, and then having to adjust...
day. How was the Stollery able to help sort of walk you through that and navigate you through a situation that was suddenly right, right from the ground running pretty scary? Uh, they did so much for us. They gave us like a, so Bo was born on New Year's Eve, actually. So uh, I remember I spent New Year's Eve in like a little bedroom off the NICU because they have a few beds for kind of emergent cases like ours where we're from out of town um, and don't really like, we didn't have plans of like anywhere to stay because I couldn't stay with Bo in the NICU because the NICU at that point was just one big room with, I think it was like 30 some beds in it with, you know, babies, who, all these babies who were sick or post-surgery or whatever the case may be. Um, so they gave us a little bag with, you know, things that we might need, a little lovey for me to sleep with at night when I would go back to our hotel. And then I could bring in and give it to Bo so he could still smell me at night and stuff. Um, we got, like, a little teddy bear from um, the Madden Foundation. Like, we, we got lots of stuff, and they were great for, you know, okay, Kim, you've been here all day. Like, go downstairs with your husband. Go have lunch. You need to still feed yourself you know, still drink your water. Um, they did, like, they did so much for us. It was fantastic. And then on the medical side of things as well, you know, we fast forward a, a little bit, and, and Bo is one of four kids in the world with a very rare genetic disorder. He was diagnosed with it at three weeks old. So from a medical standpoint, I mean, not only are they are they taking incredible care of you, but they're also then you know, trying to emotionally support you as you go through this. Uh, talk about the the specialists that they have here at the Stoller and how they're able to provide care for something that is so unique. Um, they have been fantastic. Honestly, like I, anytime I have a question, you know, if even if they don't know, because they've never specifically dealt with a kid like Bo, they're so quick to, you know, call upon like, you know, other neurosurgeons in Canada to kind of get their opinion, um, to reach out. They've asked me to, you know, can you get the name of the hospital that this other kid in Chicago goes to so we can chat with them to figure out like, are we missing something? Because Bo, um, at the time, there's recently been one kid born like younger than him, but at the time he was the youngest. So these other kids were kind of our roadmap and these specialists um, they, and, and anytime now, if I say like, hey, I'm not too sure about, you know, this specific thing that's going on with Bo, they get us in right away. They're there to listen to me. They take what I have to say into account as well, in my opinion. Um, so it really feels like a team. I'm never nervous to go in and say, you know, this is what I'm kind of thinking about Bo, because they're usually right alongside me like, yep, let's give it a go. Like, whatever you think, like I, we all, even my husband too, we all feel like a team with them. I, I, I can appreciate that that might be even. So what does that look like in terms of getting care for Bo and not living here? Did you have to relocate your family? Do you just travel back and forth? Um, so we temporarily relocated our family um, after Bo's birth. Uh, they told us we to plan to be in the stallery for several months. Um, initially after birth, they had thought he had had a different um, genetic syndrome that was likely fatal. So they had said, you know, maybe it's time to hunker down here because he might be here, um, you know, until the end. So we had gotten an apartment with my husband's younger sister because she was going to the U of A at the time. Um, and yeah, we kind of did that the first year of his life after he did get discharged early. Um, we traveled weekly from Slave Lake to Edmonton. My husband works away in camp, so a lot of the times it was just me and Bo and his older sister, Sutton, who was only about 20 months older than him. Um, we would load up the car and head to Edmonton for, you know, a bunch of appointments and therapies and all that stuff. <laughs> 
Kim, you are truly the definition of a warrior. I mean, to be to be parenting two kids, you've got a husband that works away. Suddenly, you find yourself dealing with a scary medical diagnosis, traveling back and forth, finding yourselves living with your with your husband's sister. I don't yeah. know exactly the life plan that you really had in mind when you're welcoming your second. Yeah, no. <laughs> Where is where is Bo uh, and his medical situation now? Where where are you guys at as a family? Um, we're like we're doing good. We're still doing the drive. We're only going about once a month now, which is a nice relief for the you know two and a half three hour drive. Um, it it's a lot still. Like I work full time, my husband works away. Um, but you know we do it in terms of kind of going forward. We know that he'll probably need dialysis in the future. Um, probably the next five or so years and what that looks like we aren't too sure yet and what that looks like for us as a family of do we need to relocate Um, because slave like just isn't set up to equip or set up to handle um, kiddos like Bo Um, and we know that he'll need a kidney transplant after that Um, yeah that's kind of it right now we're still kind of doing the thing Still sort of figuring it out, but knowing at least that the Stollery has your back and, and has your support. And Kim, so does the community. I think anybody listening to this right now is just thinking this you are incredible for everything that you've ha- that you've had to go through. And, and so is Bo for being so resilient and being able to power through so many different situations right, right from minute one. Kim, thank you so much for making the time. I appreciate that you're very busy. you got a lot going on. So thank you. No worries. Thank you for having me. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.